today on CityCast Philly. Last week, Mayor Jim Kenney gave his final budget address. The budget proposal doesn't raise taxes, give city employees and low-income Philadelphians free SEPTA rides, and there's more funding to the police department. So what else can we expect from Kenny's $6.1 billion proposal? It's Monday, March 6, 2023. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Joining me is Mike Donofrio, a reporter for Axios Philadelphia. So what are Kenny's priorities in his remaining months as mayor based on this proposed budget? I think the overall takeaway of the budget is pretty much it's it's, uh, it's doubling down on the priorities and policies and things that the administration has done over the past uh, two terms. There aren't really many big ticket items here, mm-hmm. although I guess that, that's a little debatable because, uh, you know, the earmarking $31 million for a uh, to provide you know, free SEPTA access for, for low income residents. I mean, that's 25,000 people, you know, that's, that's, that's not, a, that's not a little amount of people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they're going to try to give uh, city employees free transit as well. So overall it's, it's, it's a safe budget with a few, few new items based on finance director, Rob DeBose said tentatively stable revenues. In comparison, like you just mentioned um, to some of the other budget proposals throughout his administration, how does this compare? Well, I think you could look at, Kenny's two terms. And I only came here in, in 2018, right? Okay. So a couple of years after Kenny was uh, was elected. But it seems like most people in the city look at Kenny as having, you know, two vastly different terms, right? In the first one, these were huge, massive investments for pre-K, the rebuild program, right? Um, upgrading and renovating public spaces and parks and rec centers and libraries. And then also uh, the soda tax, Right kind of like city changing yeah. policies and programs. In his second term, it kind of lacked that. And I think it's debatable about maybe why, but also we have to keep in mind it was during the pandemic, right, right after Kenny was elected in 2020. So That upended a lot of different things. <laughs> yes. Mike, it's such a unique time in the city as well, right? We're going to be voting for a new mayor and there's going to be a lot of seats open for city council as well as a new council president. Was this obvious in the budget meeting? I don't think so. I, I think the way to think about it, I think, is kind of having that in the background, right? Overall, considering how how kind of safe the budget is, not really any big surprises. Mm-hmm. Just have, we just have, we all have to keep in mind that it is, like you said, an election year. And basically, what does that mean? There's going to probably be very few fights on the budget. It's going to pass probably relatively quickly. These budget hearings, I mean, we'll see what happens. Obviously, anything can happen, but the budget hearings probably won't be too, you know, won't be too much back and forth things like arguing over things. Um, and it'll probably be passed quickly. I mean, they, the city council has to pass a budget by um, the end of June. So I think. Just something to keep in mind is legislators that are running for re-election probably want to wrap this up as soon as possible and be able to, mm-hmm. you know, campaign on the things that they won and are going to give voters in this budget. Mike, the city is looking at a budget gap of $113 million. Is the city's wallet stable enough to support his plan? Like I said, I mean, Rob DeBow has been doing this a long time. The finance director is calling him tentatively stable. I think when, when we look at th- this budget gap, right, uh, where spending is outrunning revenues, uh, we have to 
really, in many ways, thank the federal government for coming in two years ago and giving us pandemic aid. I mean, obviously it was, it went nationwide, but I mean, Philadelphia got $1.4 billion and that has to be spent, I think, by the end of next year. And the city is certainly spending it. This year, they're going to, they're going to funnel in something like nearly, nearly $400 million. I mean, think about that. For a budget of $6.1 billion, they're funneling $400 million. And I think even Rob DeBow said that this, this would be a, a different budget if the city did not receive that funding. And, I think it's safe to say that without without that $400 million this year, without the hundreds of million dollars last year and the year before in the budget, I mean, we'd be talking about budget cuts. We'd be talking about, you know, cutting back on services and things like that. Because also keep in mind, too, the administration isn't raising taxes. I mean, you know, one of the big headlines that people want to know, property taxes aren't going up. And also as a fun fact, too, there won't be, uh, you know, it depends how you want to call it, but like a backdoor property tax which happens when the city reassesses property values. And that happened last year. I think something like uh, like 30% or something uh, was the average that property values went up. So they're going to stay, they're going to stay flat. They're not going to do revals this year uh, for a few reasons. Yeah, speaking of that, like why would a city skip the property tax reassessments? Well, the official answer from the administration is that, uh, right, anybody that, that owns property and that has a property assessment can challenge it. It's called, I think it's a first level challenge or something. So the administration, they left it, they left the opportunity to submit challenges open until December, which is longer than usual. I think it might've been some sort of compromise with city council, but don't quote me on that. Um, so because of that, they said they received somewhere around 20,000. Again, a huge number of challenges and something to work through. I know this is kind of in the weeds, but long story short, it's going to take a very long time to go through those. And the administration is saying, instead of working on the reassessments, the Office of Property Assessment is working through these challenges. Yeah. yeah. And keep in mind, too, just as a quick flashback, the city skipped property tax revals. Uh, the last time they did it was like 2019, I think. So they skipped two or three years. And last year, like I said, I mean, property values overall went up. Even though there was no tax increase last year, a lot of people saw a tax increase because of these revals. I know this is kind of in the weeds, so maybe I'll just leave it there. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good. I, I some, sometimes we need that backstory just to kind of understand how we, how the heck we got here. Right. But overall, no no tax increase. I think that's what people want to know. And and just as a fun fact, too, I mean the administration and obviously these are all proposals at this point. It's got to be negotiated with city council and things like that. Uh, you know, if you hear, you know, the administration also touting that they're going to reduce other taxes as well, slightly the wage tax. You know, if you every two weeks, if you look at your paycheck and the little line item that says you know city tax, so a little more than three percent. That's going to go down slightly. I mean, it's going to be very minimal. Let's just say you're not going to get a lot. You're not going to, it's not going to be a huge difference month to month. We'll put it that way. And then uh, mm -hmm. a certain business tax called the BERT, but it's uh, a business tax is going to go down slightly. Mike, let's break down some of the other big ticket items. What stood out to you? Was there any parts of the budget that surprised you? Well, I haven't gone through it with a fine tooth comb, right? Uh, it's a lot. It's a big budget, right? Obviously, six billion dollars. But I mean, some of the kind of the, the standout items were obviously the police department is always top of mind. They're going to get eight hundred and fifty five million, which is up about eight percent, which is kind of interesting because, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in 2020, you know, the mayor's office, the city legislators froze police department spending over the protests over police killing of George Floyd, the protests here and you know, across the nation, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, now it seems obviously they're just they're reinvesting. But I mean, to be fair to 
they're funneling money into, you know, a new forensic lab in the coming years, covering obligated labor costs and things like that. And then on the side, you know, the, the department is still kind of suffering from, you know, is struggling to maintain and recruit officers. So that that's that. Uh, violent prevention, obviously, is another biggie. You know, there was a historic investment last year. It's going up about 25 million this year. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, you know, personally myself, maybe parents, you know, people with kids and stuff or, you know, anybody really, uh, the library is going to get a bunch more money. Right. And they're opening the, they're going to keep the uh, libraries open on Saturday. Some of the libraries open on Saturday. Uh, so that would be great. Right. Two things. Right. So that's their six, six day a week service. Open Saturday is definitely happening, but only at 10 libraries Right. with this proposed funding. The administration is saying they could have they could do it, you know, citywide, which would be the first time since basically the pandemic struck. Mm-hmm. Now, that's to, as a caveat. You have to hire the staff, right? I mean, you can't just open libraries. Right. The libraries, like every other office, is struggling to, to get employees. So, yeah, we talked on the show about that, about just the lack of librarians that are available at the library. So, yeah. And for people, you know, paying attention to street sweeping is going to get a little more money. They're going to expand the street sweeping. And I think maybe the last thing, the number of pre-K seats is going to expand as well. So they're going to get a little more money. So those are kind of the the big thing that stood out to me. Got it. You know, you mentioned that you didn't look through it through with a fine tooth comb, but did you think there was anything missing from his proposal? I mean, I think one of the biggest issues that the city has not, I mean, it's two things, right? I feel like the, the Kenny's time in office is, is going to be seen as a time where, you know, gun violence spiked, and also poverty remains up. I mean, it's obviously Philadelphia has been struggling with poverty for decades, but maybe that would be one area I think I didn't hear too, too much about how to reduce poverty in the city, which is, you know, hovering around 23%, you know, hundreds of thousands of people living below the poverty line. So the budget is not set in stone. The mayor and the council will have to, you know, negotiate. And you said that we may expect a final approval, what, around June? That's usually when it happens. Um, they rush to finish it before the the you know July first deadline. But who knows this year? It's it's an election year. Legislators might want to wrap it up early. It's probably doubtful. I mean, you know, the city council president Daryl Clark is also um, not running for re-election. So we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, probably plan on you know a standard June approval. Mike, are there any concerns here? Oh sure, the the city is is expecting a mild recession this year. Uh, that's kind of what is coloring this budget. So who knows? You know, revenues could could increase and you could see a higher surplus or that could be hurt more. So, but at least from what they're, they're estimating now, that's going to drive down revenues. Um, and the city's is also struggling to really combat. I mean, like everybody else, like everybody else's household budget, the city is being hit with inflation too. Right. And that's hurting everything from buying trash bags to borrowing costs. So that's something else that is kind of dragging on the city. Mike Donofrio reporter for Axios Philadelphia. Thanks so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks. We'll have a link to Mike's full story in the show notes. And here's what else Philly's talking about. The Northeast is getting some new trash cans. According to NBC10, the Oxford Circle Christian Community Development Association just received $100,000 from state rep Jared Solomon to add about two dozen trash cans along Cotman and Bustleton Avenues. The trash cans are also known as big belly trash cans. They're solar powered and have a foot pedal that people can step on to open them up. And workers at Eastern State Penitentiary in Fairmount have voted to unionize. 
According to Philly Voice, 65 employees joined the United Steelworkers Union, one of the largest labor unions in the country. The group has concerns over health and safety and want to get better pay and protections from workplace discrimination. It's time for the tip of the day where we share a life hack for living in Philly. You might have some cash lying around and not even know it. The Pennsylvania Treasury receives hundreds of millions of dollars in unclaimed property every year. And there's a website that can help you track down the money that belongs to you. You just have to fill out an online form with your name and address. It'll show you whether there are any unclaimed funds in your name and how to get them. Last year, the state treasury returned more than $211 million to the rightful owners. So you want to get on that. Just go to patreasury.gov slash unclaim dash property. We'll drop a link to the site in our show notes. If you have a tip of the day, we'd love to hear from you too. Call or text us at 215-259-8170. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the mayor's budget proposal, please tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. I was covering a walkthrough for the flower show yesterday. And as we all know, in Philadelphia, the flower show trumps pretty much everything else in the universe. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny.